podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Now, Toby, we do have to mention before we plug we must, ourselves... We must make a confession. This is going to be partly recorded now, partly yes. recorded before we've watched matches. Bit of a mixed bag. Bit of a mixed bag. All Pick because, and mix lollies, mate. Yeah. How good were they? They were amazing. You can only, only sort is, of get them from Ikea now, eh? You just get ripped off, don't you? <laughs> yeah, you do. I hate it. So I never get them. So part of this is going to be phone call. It's going to be a bit of a mix yes. because Toby's going away on holiday. And then the week after that, I'm going away on holiday. So we're kind of trying to do the best we can. eh? Best we can. So if it flits between the two, you'll understand why a little bit later. But first of all, we have to plug ourselves. Yes, we do. Instagram. So Instagram is huge now. I'm huge on Instagram. Super Rugby needs to be huge on Instagram. So Super, Super Rugby Podcast. How many followers do you have on Instagram, Tobes? You say you're huge. No, oh, personally, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't be specific with numbers <laughs> right now. I'd have to talk to my manager. <laughs> no, but Instagram, we've got uh, the Twitter, yeah. Super Rugby Pod, yeah, uh, we've got Gmail, the Super Rugby Podcast at gmail dot com yeah. or the Super Rugby Pod at gmail dot com. What else? Really, the biggest thing that they can do is they can oh, like, yeah. subscribe, yeah. recommend. To their friends. Can they recommend it? They or can share. Share. You can you share. You can press the share button. Yes. But preferably the, the like or comment anything. Anything really. you'd like to do. Bit of communication with us as well. We're trying always. to pass it on to a couple of your friends and get them to pass it on to a couple of their friends. Yeah. It makes the life go around. The domino effect. The domino effect, yes. Yeah. Breaking news now, yes. mate. Have you got the first story? Fiji Rugby Union. Love okay. those boys. Yes, oh, the fellas in the islands. Um, they are claiming that they are on the verge of joining the Six Nations. They are. What has the Six Nations said, though, Toba? Uh, you, you are potentially <laughs> able to play some of the teams that are in the Six Nations. <laughs> and the Fijians have gone, no, that means we're in the Six Nations, eh? We, that's what we do. <laughs> so they have... Um, Got their wires crossed somewhere. The cynic and me, the cynic and me, they voted, Fiji strangely voted for Bill Beaumont. And people were wondering why they voted for Bill That's Beaumont. Why. I think Bill Beaumont said, we can get you to play some of the Six Nations teams. Yeah, Fiji have gone, we're going to play in the Six Nations. <laughs> Uh, so that could be, yeah. you know, the cynic in me would say that. But isn't it interesting how Fiji voted for Bill Beaumont and then quite quickly after the vote's taken place, they possibly have got their wires crossed. Yes. Or, or he's pulled a Yui and said, mm, sorry, fellas, but Thanks for that's your actually vote. not true. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Poor, eh? Well, we don't know. No, do we? we don't know. We no. don't. And if we did know, we would be getting paid a lot more money yes, than we are right. now. So. Good luck to them. And actually, there are people coming out saying they would be a great addition to the Six Nations. He added, so the chief uh, executive, John O'Connor, we are on the verge of joining the Six Nations rugby competition and have Super Rugby New Zealand and Australia knocking on our doors. Those are some big calls. 
Yeah, I mean... I mean, arguably, New Zealand and Australia potentially are for a Pacific Island team. Yes. Potentially joining something in the Super Rugby, but the Six Nations is quite a uh, tight-knit community. Yeah, you know, it? you could imagine them being no involved. One's gonna, yeah, but no one's going to join the Six Nations. No, oh, sorry. Because it would be seven. Yeah, yeah, but they're not going <laughs> to kick someone out. They're not going to do like a... Oh, you're not going to kick out Italy? No. For example? No. No. Do you know who what? Who would you who, replace? Who? Well, who Italy. Who, yeah. No, but who would you? Sorry, who would you put in instead of Italy? Well, you, Fiji. No. 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 Japan. No. You know what I'm trying to say is, you know, you'd go Japan before Fiji. Would oh, you yes. not? No. Yes. yes. Yes, I would. The, the, Imagine uh, if New Zealand joined the Six Nations. God, I, you know, I, I, I love the Six Nations. I think it's great. I think it's how, how it's developed has been great. They yeah. play more running rugby than they ever have done yes. before. But I'm still glad that there's the rugby championship. Yeah. Well, and, and that could grow. Maybe that, not this year. Maybe not this year. We're going to have another news story. But it's great that there's that competition, which is completely different flavour to the Six Nations. And the two work, in my opinion, well together. It could be that the, the rugby champions developed a little bit more. That would be great. Um, but I don't think the Six Nations has to change or should change. And if anything, possibly relegation promotion but but, won't happen though imagine if england got relegated i mean it potentially won't happen at all but imagine if they got relegated yeah i mean and they were playing the likes of georgia romania scotland are more likely to potentially get relegated and even then but they've got to be italy you know italy for years have been the whipping boys and it's very rare that someone else is the whipping boys (laughs) yeah The ones that get done over, Flogged. yeah, every every tournament for the yeah. past ten years or whatever it's been. But yeah, I think that they've got a valid place there. They don't get absolutely smoked every week, do they? Well, it's not always a, every week. It's like half a decent game most of the time for forty minutes. Yeah. Anyway, mate, for Fiji, are on the verge of Six Nations apparently. No, no, not going to happen. Agreed. Next story up. This is an interesting one for this me. This is, yeah. As we know, Saracens have gone down. Yes. They've spent too much money. They've not put their receipts into the HM, the, 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 tax, the tax people over here, and they've been found out. But what they're doing is they've, they're keeping their players, and they're trying to, by by all accounts, arrange some additional fixtures yeah. that, that'll test their players. Yeah. One of those fixtures, Tobes? There's a Stormers. Coming over and playing potentially in uh, the new stadium. Yeah, the um, Tottenham. 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 (laughs) Tottenham. Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium, which is absolutely huge. Amazing stadium as well. Brand spanking new. Yeah. And, you know, that sounds fantastic. Obviously, will it happen? Won't it happen? We don't know. But it's a great idea. By all the COVID rules and all that sort of thing, don't they? And to actually make money, I reckon they need people in the stadium oh without a doubt because you know they're, they're playing in that huge stadium for a reason yes although if it was on television the whole of england would be watching it because it would be the only rugby in england yeah but it would also be more well, arguably in, the northern hemisphere you'd have the whole of south africa watching that's yes, why would, i yeah. think and we are going to go on to it, that's why the tri-nations has or the rugby championship yeah has to happen yeah you've got to give you know, New Zealand have had some rugby. They've been able to go and watch rugby. That's yes. fantastic for New yeah. Zealand. Australia have had some rugby. It's not a big rugby 
cesspit of you know no. people wanting to a watch cesspit. <laughs> so you've gone a whip boy and a cesspit. I'm looking forward to the next one. Dogging. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, it's not a massive audience in Australia. Yeah, you know, no, I agree. So, but then you go to South Africa, and there is. There, there yeah. they must be dying for some oh. rugby to be played there. Well, we touched Their on it last week, didn't we? About the some of the teams actually being able to go back and start training. Yeah, passing, catching, exactly. Any tackling? No, no don't oh no, me. you have to. You could tackle the tackle bag, but wipe it down afterwards. That with, type of thing going baby on. Baby wipes. So they are they are looking to mm. to get it started, aren't they? But what it is a shame is it takes Saracens to get demoted. I know. For these things to happen, that would be just great when Saracens were at their best with their best team. Yes. And it would be arguably two of the better teams. I mean, I know the Stormers are, you know. Stormers are okay, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Sharks are the top at the moment for for the South Africans. Yeah. But they're not far behind, are they? No, no. So it'd be great. Would you go and watch it? Would you go to the game? No. I would. Would you? I'd go, yeah. It'd be great. It'd be cool to see the stadium. It'd be great. <laughs> I think it'd be good good to see... Well, live rugby in this country. North versus south, you know. Yeah, but it's not, though, is it? It wouldn't be, yeah, no. cause of the, because of the nature of the beast. They've yes. gone down, they've lost their, some of their players. Yes, yeah. Stormers have lost some of their players. Yeah. So, yeah. The Rebels, mate. Yeah. There's been a... Basically, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later on in, in next week's podcast. But there's been the, the Kiwis who have said they want to go to eight-team competition for Super Rugby next year between New Zealand and Australia. Yeah. Five New Zealand teams and three Australian teams. That's not fair, though, is it? Surely and, it's going to be four and four. And it's <laughs> like, well, you've got to have the traditional New South Wales Waratahs, yeah. the Reds, and obviously the Brumbies have a great history, so the Rebels, you must go. So The Rebels just won. The Rebels just won, and they offer a different flavour. Yeah. So we are going to talk about this next next week's podcast right. in, more, yeah. in more depth, but their coach has come out and is, you know, scathing attack. Yeah, well, you would though, wouldn't you? Yeah, fighting for the team. Come out swinging, yeah. Oh, he even says that. Look at that. <laughs> so, came out swinging at suggestions. The Rebels may have to go. They shouldn't go, though, should they? No, we don't think they should it go. It should, should be they? four and four, if you're being fair. You can't then biff off one of the New Zealand teams. Well, oh, you can, can biff you? off the Crusaders, because <laughs> they're shocking. <laughs> anyway. I reckon, I reckon we could biff off one of the, the teams, that, that your team that you support. So, you know, we could biff off... The Hurricanes, or we could biff off the, biff Chiefs, off the Chiefs, or we Not could that biff I support off the Chiefs, the Blues, or we could biff off the Highlanders because that—that's your team, isn't it? Well, your it is. team, yeah, my team versus the Crusaders. <laughs> what I love today, my team. We've just we've just come from watching the Crusaders versus the Hurricanes. Obviously, the Hurricanes have won. Yeah, boy. And up until this point, Toby has always said, you know, oh no, 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 it's the Blues and the Chiefs this year for me. No, and, no, that is not. I'm then, sorry, but that is not true. And then, That's not true. And then all, no, then no, today, you're talking rubbish now. Then today it was all, oh, we've done well. Look at my boy. No, that is also not true. God, you're so full of rubbish. 
Anyway, what yes. we're trying to say is 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 it is it founded because basically we've looked at the Rebels. They've been in the competition for a long time. They've had some good teams in the past, and they've never sorry, good yeah, good players, yeah. good teams. They've never managed to fully get it together. So, you know, if it did go down to three, then you've got to argue and say that they are the most obvious yes. candidate to go. Yeah, I'd agree with that. But I do agree with him that, um, you know, if you'd go on current form with their current squad of players they've got, they've arguably got one of the better squad of players. Well, I mean, the force are going to not be there either. But could they do it on this year's Super Rugby competition? The top three then go through. That'd be a massively harsh, wouldn't it? Well, why? Because... You know, if you said... You could do the same with the New Zealand teams. If you said to them, we are going to do this for one year and then everyone's back, that's a different story. But, you know, you're basically stopping a team and you're stopping their funding and those players will go and play for the other teams. So therefore, oh, the the year after... You're just checking your yeah. mic. <laughs> I thought my microphone wasn't on. <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, that would be awful. Uh, so, yeah, we, we'll see. We'll see. We're going to go into a lot more detail yes. about this next week. Yeah. Up next, we have got New Zealand set to host the 2020 Rugby Championship. So, Sanzar have come out and yep. they've said the Rugby Championship will happen and they would like it to happen in New Zealand. Okay. Have the government agreed with it? That's the next thing. No. Right. What, what, what I do like about the statement is that I like the fact that they've said, we will we will do the rugby championship. Yeah. I like that. I it love needs that. to happen though, doesn't it? It needs to happen. Yeah. So they're going to make it happen. The, the, the only two places in reality that it could happen is New Zealand and Australia. Yes. I hope the New Zealand government get behind it because I think it would be awesome I agree, yeah. For but New Zealand rugby. I mean, we've sort of touched on this, haven't we, before? And it's not it's not as straightforward as we would hope. The only sticking point is the government. Yes. You know, basically, if they let them in, we've said this last week, didn't we? Then potentially people with families, well, I want my families to come <coughs> in too. Correct, yeah. To come and see me. Yeah. They're not going to do that. No. So whether they make this as an exception. So the next likely place would be Australia, and I think they'd snap their hand off. So it's great. Whether or not the New Zealand rugby players would want to you know, go across to Australia and quarantine for two weeks no. and then come back and quarantine for two weeks, that's a big ask. Yeah, but you're asking Argentina to do that. You're asking South Africa to do that. You're asking... Australia to do that, yeah, but the big difference here is is that those those countries arguably would have two weeks to prepare, and they need that time. They haven't been playing any rugby, no. So, <clears throat> so and, and they've got no likelihood of playing rugby. Yeah, but if, apart then if New from Zealand this, went to Australia, that would give the All Blacks two weeks to prepare. Yes, so it, but it, they don't they don't really need that time. Did they? They've been playing. They've, yeah, but can, you can't. <laughs> you know, but the thing I is, I just want to have my cake and eat it too. Yes, you do. I want to have crowds. <clears throat> yes, so do I. You so know, it has to happen in New Zealand. Yeah, I mean, you could do it in Australia, but there'd be yeah, but you a don't sprinkling want, of of, you, of people on the crowd, which would be a massive shame. Yes. 
but it would have a massive audience, TV audience. I think anywhere it would have a massive TV audience. Even if it was in New Zealand, if it was in Australia, if it was in Hawaii, it would still have a massive audience. Yeah. On the telly. So, <clears throat> got to make it happen. Come on, New Zealand. Have to. Come on. Uh, what's our promise? Oh, I don't know. That's really poor, isn't I it? I do know, but it's just... That's uh, really do, you know what, poor. do you know what I was thinking? I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it do up. Do you know what I was thinking? What? I was thinking, don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me. Oh, I did, it's on the tip of my tongue. It's on the tip of my tongue. The New Zealand Prime Minister's yes. name is... is Miss Jacinda. It's Jacinda. Jacinda Ardern. Ardern, Ardern. yeah. She's very right. good. She's made a, lot of, made a lot of good decisions. Apparently, she's very good to other people outside of New Zealand, apparently. Oh, what do you mean everyone rates her? Out, outside New Zealand. Outside New Zealand. Yeah. People in New Zealand don't rate her? Uh, I think it's mixed bag. Always will be, though, won't it? Yes, always. Can't keep everyone happy. No, that's right. She's done a fantastic job with COVID, though. Oh, yeah, without question. Anyway, we're not getting into politics. Up next, we are going to review this week's matches, and that's going to be done over the telephone. (laughs) Technology is absolutely fantastic. So that, up next. Okay, mate. So first game up. Shall we do the New Zealand games or shall we do the Aussie games first? We might as well get rid of the rubbish stuff first <laughs> and we can, <laughs> we can uh, talk about the better ones. All right. So the Aussie games up. I mean, it's a little bit of a, an easy game for the Brumbies over the Western Force. Obviously, well, the they Brumbies, ran away with it, didn't they? They literally, first few minutes, they uh, they got some easy tries <clears throat> but it was nice to see the Brumbies back attacking Flair uh, rather than just, you know, sort of rolling malls. Well, they were throwing it round as well, weren't they? Which is actually good to see from, you know, and actually being able to score tries. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and uh, I think from memory, it was Tom Wright who scored their first try. And he looked quick, mate. He was showing more toe than a... Roman Sandal. We can't say that. That's class. Every time. It's becoming like village, isn't it? It's becoming like they're a village replacement. So um, we we sort of are brushing over the fact that you're no not in the studio with me tonight. So you're in... Correct. We're about... Switzerland. You? You're in Switzerland? I'm in Zurich. You're yeah, in Zurich? On holiday. Living, living the life. Living the life of Riley. I'm currently looking at the mountains next to a lake in about 25-degree heat. So I'm uh, loving life. Fantastic, fantastic. So back to the game. Uh, Brumby's easy winners, but I did yeah. think after about 10 minutes that they could have it could have been an absolute drumming. So it was good to see the Western Force fight back um, to well, make 20, it... Was it 26-0? 20, 24-0, 26? yeah. 24-0, 24, yeah. yeah. I mean, that still is a drumming, though, isn't it? It... it it's it's yeah, but it could have been a heck of a lot worse, is what I'm alluding well, to. I tell you what, mate, I picked the Western Force to win, so I was well and truly <laughs> wrong, wasn't I? I picked the Brumbies by twenty, so I'm <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about myself right yeah, now. You should be, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it was. I thought Pete Samu for the Brumbies was very good. Tom Wright, obviously, uh, but I just thought as a whole they were good. It's just a little bit hard to sort of judge them on this. Well, and I know that we're going to yeah, talk well, about the games next week, but we can segue into that 
the big test is going to be can the Reds do it against the Brumbies or can the Brumbies do it against the Reds? Well, it's almost, you know, with the Brumbies, their big guns are starting to fire now, which is which is good for them anyway. And I don't think for the Reds, their top dogs have really hit their stride. Yeah, I don't, I don't so it'll be that, interesting to see. I think it'd be fair to say the Brumbies have a few more top dogs at their disposal yes. as well, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they do, yeah. I'm going to say yeah. uh, my prediction for that match is definitely going to be the Brumbies to win unless the Reds can stop their rolling mall. And that's a massive ask because I haven't seen a team other than the Crusaders in the last few years who have managed to stop that rolling mall. Yeah. Are the Reds at home? I guess it doesn't really matter though, does it? Because there's no crowds. <laughs> Brumbies, mate. Brumbies at home. Reds. Oh, yeah, I'd, is, I'd pick the Brumbies as well. They travel in on the day and they travel out on the day, so they're not staying in. They're not staying overnight. So it's quite wow. a big undertaking for these away teams uh, to do Definitely. that. What about like the Western Force coming over to the east coast of Australia? That must be difficult for them. Yeah, surely I, they've got to stay over. Surely they've got to stay over, yeah. Surely. I just know I heard an interview about Brumbies. Most of Brumbies matches, away matches, they've they've literally flown in and flown back or bust in, bust right, back okay. on the same day. Yeah. Now, that probably, Difficult. arguably the better game was the Rebels v. the Waratahs. Waratahs at home, yeah. 10 yeah. points to 29, Rebels winning that. Yeah, good on the Rebels. Again, the big dogs are starting to hit their straps. Well, Tamur was good. Tamur was very good. Uh, Corin Betty scored a lovely try at the end. But to be honest, if you take away that seven points, you know, it's 22-10. And, they, the, you know, the, the, the Waratahs were in it for a long time. Yeah. I mean, the Waratahs, two of the best players were um, Will Harrison, the fly-off, and uh, Newsom, the winger. You know, but you can't build... Well, we talked about Harrison the other day, didn't we? Yeah. You know, you can't build yeah. a team around sort of your backs. You need to be building no. your team around your forwards. And Yeah, that's and right. Blatantly, the uh, Waratahs have not been not been working hard enough. Not in that caught area. up with the memo. Well, the <laughs> thing is, is that the backs, if you've got good enough backs, they can't really do much until the forwards actually give them good ball. So, you know, like you say you've got to build a team around your forwards and currently the Waratahs aren't doing so well. No, no, it's going to be very, I mean, they actually have said in the past that that is their strong point. So (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't look like it right now, does it? (laughs) No, absolutely not. But mate, we're over to the absolute Bobby Dazzlers on the weekend, which is the New Zealand games. For me, which the, one should we start with? I think it's the, the Blues and the and the Chiefs. Yeah. What did you think? I thought Damien McKenzie was is the best game, best game he's played this year oh, by far, um, by a very long way. I mean, do you think that the Chiefs were a bit unlucky at the end there? What did you think it was a penalty? No, I watched that back about <laughs> five times, and I'm like, I still actually, if you want the honest truth, is it should have been a penalty to them. Correct. Yeah. Good yeah. Hugh, who was the one that was given the turnover. He was not holding his weight, was he? <laughs> no chance. I mean, I was looking for how he could even be sort of perceived to be on his feet. And he, he the only way you could perceive it is that he was literally on the ground. <laughs> fight, yeah. Ridiculous. Fighting for the ball to stop it from getting over the line. But not, so the Chiefs. 
were very, very unlucky. Yeah, and I mean, do you feel sorry for them? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, yeah. I do. I do. I thought, yeah. I thought the Blues, to be fair to the Blues, with Bowden Barrett at 10 looked good. In the first try, I was very, very impressed with Yuani's hands. Just yeah. shows that he is a 13 and he can play yeah. there at the highest level. Agreed, um, agreed. What did you so we? I did say that the Blues would win, but only if Bowden Barrett was playing at 10. Correct. Yeah. Well, we actually, and, to be fair, you said that the Chiefs were going to win, and then you said, changed, yeah. you changed your mind last minute. It's a little bit like, uh, yeah, I said, yeah. A little bit like who you who who you supporting on this one? Hey, <laughs> okay, I can smell your attitude from here, mate, and it stinks. <laughs> thank you. Thank okay. You. No, but I did say that the Chiefs would win, but if Bowden Barrett and is it TJ Fiani, if they were both starting, it makes and a Bowden was, Barrett was starting at ten, and it did. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you I thought I thought Bowden Barrett had his had his. It was his best game, and he was playing at 10. Interesting. Who was better on the weekend, Barrett or Mwanga? Oh, Mwanga. Yeah. He is, isn't he? Yeah. He is. I mean, Barrett played really well, but yeah, I, you, know, you can't you can't knock Mwanga, can you? I mean, he was No, but again, electric. Barrett, it's his first time playing in that position for over a year. Very true. Very true. I don't so, know whether or not the Blues deserve to win that game. No, they didn't. No, they were very, very lucky, weren't they? Yeah. I tell you who, uh, who I thought was good when he came on was Aaron Cruden. I think he turned, yes. turned that game to give them a chance to win it. He sort of added a bit of spark, didn't he? And a bit of drive. It was just unfortunate that his kick didn't go out in the final sort of, what was it, five, ten minutes. Yeah. He kicked for the corner off a penalty and it just it was about five metres in yeah he really which is a shame he really went for the corner didn't he he did yeah yeah (laughs) and he he missed I mean it was 14 all at 48 minutes gone yeah and with with 76 minutes the Chiefs shoulda woulda coulda you know that's what I was thinking oh they're in a great position they're gonna they're gonna win here they're gonna score and it just never happened for them it was actually pretty tough to watch if you're a betting man yeah. at that point, you'd be putting your money on the Chiefs nine times out of yeah. ten, that's for sure. Agreed, agreed. So, hey, I'll tell you who had a good game. was um, Patrick Tupolotu. He was he was such a heavy hitter, but also he just made loads of metres, made loads of gain line, and just worked hard. Yeah, I mean, he was he always is, isn't he? I mean, I, I know last yeah. week he had a little bit of a quieter game, but... Uh, yeah. And he, he was well and truly could see him, couldn't you? You talk about hitting. What about Tunga, Tunga Fussy? Some of his hits, <laughs> mate. Jeez. I was like, whoa, boy. I felt them boom-fa, at home. Boomfa. <laughs> Justin Marshall should have came out with a few more boomfas in that match. I know. It? There was one. I think that he was like, whoa. Like, Come on, Justin. <laughs> Get it out. Me, oh, my, oh, boy. Bring it back. <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> it should be in a movie. Yeah. I mm. mean, um, I tell you one thing that I did spot was Caleb Clark. Not great in the year. And that is something. No, that he's not. I think the All Black selectors will be thinking, "Hmm, yeah, maybe we've got to do some work in that area." That's for sure. I well, tell you, that's right. I tell you who else I thought played well 
was Anton Leonard Brown and Alex Nankerville. Yeah, good as, pairing. As a pairing. The only problem with Anton Leonard Brown is he tries to go around everyone and he's good at it, but sometimes <laughs> got- you've got to go through him. And yes. it doesn't seem like he's got that, you know, in his skill set at the moment. No, but if you've got Lamarpe at 12 and him at 13, you don't need you don't need him to go through, do you? Cause yeah, because you've got Lamarpe, you got Lamarpe to do that. But what, who, would you, who would you have, mate? Would you have... I'd have uh, Lamarpe at 12 and Rico at 13. Well, there you go. You wouldn't have Anton yeah. Leonard Brown. But we, no. he's been... I mean, he... Um, player ratings, again, he got top ratings, 8 out of... Eight out of ten on his on his. Yeah, uh, I'm not surprised though. You know, top ratings. He's he puts in a heck of a shift. So so maybe yeah. maybe you do start with Rico on the wing, and you go and bring him in. But Lamarpe might be out for a long time. He's he's by the looks of it yeah. might have broken his wrist. We'll As get to that. Broken his wrist. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think Caleb Trust was pretty good, but it, it was a big step up when um. Yeah. When Aaron Cruden came on, that's for sure. Yes, agreed. Agreed. So, so areas where the Chiefs can improve, it's pretty tough, eh? Because they're playing well. They just can't, they get, they just they just can't, can't get, get over the line. It's almost like saying decision decision making. <laughs> that's where you need yes. to improve. Decision making at yeah. key points. Yeah. Uh, getting yeah. getting the referee on the same page as you, that would also be really helpful. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Give him a few pointers because he was rubbish. I mean, in, in this in this rugby so far this year, you know, it's crazy to think that they've that penalty that uh, Geordie Barrett took when they played them was ten meters forward. Um, yeah, and we're in a situation now where you you are like you know getting penalised in the last second incorrectly. So I know you know. It's pretty tough, tough on them, isn't it? It's pretty tough on yeah. them. Yeah. Okay, mate, should we get to the big show? Because this was the big show of the weekend, and it was, it was the Crusaders versus the Hurricanes. An absolute humdinger. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, great game. Uh, it was good to see the Crusaders finally getting beaten on their home turf. It wasn't good to see. <laughs> it wasn't good to see at all. It was awful to see, but I, I, I can't knock it. I mean, I thought when Lamarpe went off, I was like, oh, thank God for that. And then yeah. uh, Jen- Umanga Jensen went off. I thought, right, brilliant. That's great. But they just kept on coming at them. You know, the, the, the Hurricanes thoroughly deserved to win that. And if the Crusaders yeah. had have won, I would have been like, well, we got out of jail. So that would play. have been exactly it, you know. Uh, some key players, I thought, for the Crusade, uh, for the Hurricanes, um, Amour, who yes. was playing at hooker, had a yeah. fantastic game. Uh, he, he looks like he's really matured as a player as well. Um, you know, line out throwing's good, scrummaging looks good, getting around the park because you were saying his fitness was a, a bit of a question mark over for the All Blacks, wasn't it? Yeah, not anymore though. No, he lasted pretty much the whole game. Yeah. Um, again, Geordie Barrett had a good game. Yeah, I mean, Geordie Barrett, again, was excellent. He, the only yeah. question mark I've got with Geordie Barrett is sometimes in his defence, he does struggle a little bit. He goes a little bit yeah. little bit high and is often out, out of position. But 
other than that, ball in the air, attacking, passing and kicking, long range kicking, yeah. he is he's fantastic. He is absolutely yeah. fantastic. Mate, I'll put down here line outs, line outs, line outs. Crusaders were terrible on oh, the weekend no. line outs. I tell you what. <laughs> Cody Taylor is terrible. Oh, his throwing he, was terrible. Sorry, yes, his throwing was terrible. But also getting around the park, I thought he made a few unforced errors that he normally wouldn't make. Yeah, I think his confidence, you know, completely and utterly shot to pieces. Yeah, and yeah, it's you know, true. And, and it's hard to then come back from that. Yeah. TJ, yeah. also, mate, very, very good as well. TJ Perinara. Who was that Artisa, saying? Yes. Adi Savia, yeah. very good. Uh, Lamape was fantastic. Umanga Jensen, though. Very, very good. Great game. Yeah. Now, he, we haven't really sort of spoken about him at all. It would be interesting to see if he can carry it on in weeks to come. Or is it just a sort of one-hit wonder kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, he's been given big raps, you know, because he's obviously been doing it in training and they're happy yeah. with him in the match because he's kept out of the team, Vince Arso. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. he was Great fantastic. guy to bring on, though. Yeah. I mean, my big question mark is they left Cody Taylor on for a very, very long time. Too long. Maybe too long. Whitelock, though, we, we've, we've kind of discounted him for the All Blacks. He was, he was immense in this game, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. And also, yeah. have you seen try of the week is not George Bridges' try? Good, because it was a bloody fluke. It was shocking. <laughs> guess who? Guess who? Whose try it was? Umaga Jensen. No, Wes Wes Goodson's try. That was a good oh, was team it? try, wasn't it? It went from that side to actually, side yeah. to side and back yeah. again. So and then he carved um, through the through the channel. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, 32-34, Mwanga could have drawn yeah, it and gone into extra time, but I think the Tough right kick. the right result did happen at the right time. It would have been a good game to go to the draw, though. Oh, would you have know, been. first draw of the New Zealand Conference, just to see what it's like. Yeah, and to go into that, to that extra point would have been just, like, it would have been so exciting. Who do you think would have won? Oh, I mean, I know I might come across a little bit one-eyed Crusader Cantab, but I do think with the way that the game had gone, possibly at home, mind you in saying that, you know, you've got Geordie Barrett who can kick a ball from 60 metres, you know, so it's tough. Yeah. I would say Crusaders just because their scrum was really dominant. Oh, and scrum they, was huge. They were very, very likely to, to get a penalty somewhere in kicking range. Yeah, uh, you know, and and therefore, they're then going to win it, aren't they? Yeah, it would have been a close one. Was that the game of the Super Rugby so far this year? Do you think? Oh, oh, it's been cool. There's been loads of good games, but I think, you know, performance-wise from both teams, um, coming down to the what? Well, it came down to the last kick of the game, really, didn't it? Well, yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, there was a little wow. bit of time, wasn't there? But there was like no, what, what, two minutes or two something minutes, like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great game. I mean, yeah, it was. you know, th- these are like test matches because, you know, test match rugby, you know, you normally with the last couple of minutes is always close. And yes. you look at this New Zealand Super Rugby competition and every week's close. I mean, the Chiefs know yeah, that's that. that's right. The Chiefs know how close <laughs> it is. Awful. 
Yeah, so um, massive. And, and let's preview now next week's games because there's some big ones yes. in there. Chiefs yeah, there versus is, yeah. the Crusaders. Oh, the Chiefs. The Chiefs have to win. They you... just have to. I, I've said it for the last two weeks, <laughs> but they just have to. We've said it for four <laughs> weeks in a row. They have to win now. They're going right. to win now. They're at home now. I oh, think I can't see it happening. I hope if the Crusaders can bring a slightly fitter, a, you know, less injured squad, I think yeah. they can do the Chiefs only because the Chiefs have forgotten how to win. You know, the, well, the Crusaders the have long gone. The Crusaders aren't going to get whooped by twenty, so it's going to go into the last five ten minutes with it being close. And as we've yeah, seen, again. the Chiefs, the Chiefs press the. Uh, you know, spontaneously combust button and, you know, give the game away a little bit at times. So maybe yeah. they might be really struggling, but they are at home. I'm going to say Crusaders by 10. Oh God, I'll go. I'm going to go Crusaders by four. Okay, I think that's probably a a, a smarter bet than mine. Um, (laughs) Up next on the Sunday was the Highlanders versus the Blues. Highlanders obviously at home against the Blues. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one. Again, you know, if if Aaron Smith can get firing like he has been in the last few games. I think he's fired. He's fired every game of the season, has he not? Yeah, he'll, he'll, you know, he'll again fire up the backs. And he's so good, like, he's such a good leader where he does, he does get on the back of their forwards, which does, you know, pick him up and they're a great team. But I can't see the Blues losing. Mm. Oh, I think it's the Highlanders have grown in confidence and they've got better and better every week. I think the Blues are going to get turned over here. I you think reckon? going, yeah, I think going all the way down to the deep south, Highlanders will have a, I think, a big crowd. Um, they're on the rise. They've re- I mean, I'm so impressed with them as a as a group of players. Yeah. As yeah. long as they they don't have the injuries, and we we won't know that till later on this week. Then I think they can turn them over if they have injuries. I mean, the big thing is, does Bowden Barrett play at ten again? Does TJ Farney play at twelve? Because if that happens, it makes a difference. I think they will play again. So they, you're right. They, they should. But I'm going to say Highlands at home by three. Oh, it's close. (laughs) I'll go. I'll go Blues by eight. Excellent, excellent. Okay, we're off to. We've already done the Brumbies and Reds game, which is on the Saturday. On the Friday night for us, no, Friday morning for us is the Force Rebels Friday night in Australia. Force Force Rebels. I can't see the Force winning. You've been saying the, you've been saying that the Force are going to win every week, and you've been wrong every week. Do you know what? I just want them to win. I I reckon they're going to beat the Waratahs. Ooh, when that. But they're not playing this week. No. So I, so I, I think the Rebels are going to win by. Rebels will win by twelve. Rebels by 20 for me. I think the Rebels are starting. They'll just grow in confidence against the Force. And the Force have had hard match after hard match, and it's going to take their toll on them. Yeah. I think if they get a couple of injuries, it's going to absolutely ruin them as a team. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Hey, um, the Rebels, if they can just get that back line working a bit better... 
you know they they could open them up and and that's what I'm yeah. expecting to see on uh, on Friday night or Friday yeah, night. Yeah, I think the backs won't have as much pressure as the other teams give. Yeah, that's right. So it just might create a little bit more time for them to actually click. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Nail on top of the head, mate. Yeah. Right, mate, we're going to go now back to the studio where magically we're going to reappear. <laughs> um, Fantastic. So, mate, enjoy the rest of your holiday, and uh, I'll, I'll catch you on the flip side. Cheers, mate. So we are back in the studio now, Tobes, <laughs> the magic of technology. And our first listener's question comes from Jay on Twitter. Yep. He loves the podcast. I'm not going to go through all of that. And he just says, who would make the ABs at the midpoint in Super Rugby? Aotearoa. Aotearoa, <laughs> yes. Uh, so who would make the, who'd make it? Now, what I've got here is I've got the Optic, Opta. Opta. Index, uh, crunching all the numbers on the stats of who they think is the top stats person in that position. Right. Okay. So let's go through and we can either agree or disagree. Yes. Okay. Happy. At one. Oh, at one. We're starting at one. We're going to start at one. Yeah. Okay. Is Alex Hodgman. It, he, he's got 25 carries. 18 metres gained, 42 tackles, one turnover. Uh, would, no. would you would you have him? No. 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 Interesting though, isn't it? Yes. At number two, they've got Dane Coles. Definitely have him. Definitely have him. Yeah. And after today's game, Amua is a good shout. Very, very good shout. I think that what, what is really interesting here is Michael Ala Alatar. Yeah, we've rated him though, haven't we've we? We've rated him and yeah. his stats. Obviously, they've listened. Yeah, obviously the stats have... Thank you, Statman. Um, so we agree with that one. Patrick Turpilotu has to, doesn't he? I know he's been a little bit quiet the last couple of weeks. Putty Putty Parkinson. I'd have him I'd have him in there in, this, in the second row. I'd definitely have him in yeah. the second row. But um, arguably he could be coming in next because James Blackwell from the Hurricanes is yeah. in there. And I would say, although he's been impressive... Who, who was the Hurricanes bloke that you're impressed with second row? Scotty Scrafton, yeah, very very good player. Yeah. And since he's come in, their line out has yeah. calmed down. I think him and Blackwell have worked well They're together. A good pairing, yeah. But arguably, you say, would you go Paddy Paddy Parkinson at five or Patrick Chalopu at five? He could play at both. Yeah, can't he? yeah. Shannon Frizzell, six. You can't. You can't argue with that. No, with the stats. But arguably, you could argue with Artie Sevier could play at six. Oh, you'd have him at seven because Dylan Hunt. Dylan Hunt. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> Dylan you know, Hunt is at seven. Do you know who Dylan Hunt is? No. So you know when we're watching the Highlanders play and we go, you know that sort of skinny guy that looks like an absolute mutant? Yes. That's Dylan Hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'd have him or you'd have Karifi or you've, you'd have um, Sevilla. I reckon Karifi... Could be in the AB squad, but I yeah. think it'd be tough. You're going to go Sam Kane at seven. Yeah, you you're would. probably going to go Adi Sevilla at at uh, eight. Yeah, at the moment. Yes. And Although Hoskins Satutu's in there, who's been bloody good. He has been bloody good, but he's he's young. Yes, young. Um, and you would go. I would go Shannon Frizzell at six. I think he's been yeah. awesome. Yeah, Absolutely amazing. Lead. He's earned that spot. He's earned that spot. 
So Hosking's a two-two at eight. Yeah. I, I, I think he needs to be in the squad, yes. but arguably, I think give him a chance, but maybe not a start. Not a start. Yeah. TJ Perinara at nine. That is so surprising that he on stats has got a above Aaron Smith. Is it not? Yes, I agree. Aaron Smith has I been think ace. The, the Opta Index has got that wrong. <laughs> He's got that wrong big time. And saying that... He had a fantastic game. His last two weeks, yep. he's he's probably pushed himself back into number two spot. Yes, I agree. Whereas we were, we were a little bit unsure. We were bagging him a little bit, weren't we? We were unsure about that. But he's, he's played really well and he's, he's got himself in games. And he's pretty much finishing games. So he starts games and goes through. Comes on at 10 once Jamie Booth comes in at nine. Yep. So he's playing 80 minutes week in, week yes. out. At 10. Richie Mwangi, you can't complain. Can't complain. Bowden Barrett, though. He hasn't been playing at 10. I completely understand that, but so, he is. Yes, but he is, he is. He is this week starting at 10. Yes, finally. So we talked about it, didn't we? We rung up. Yeah, and we said, Leon, Leon McDonald. McDonald, bro, you need to pick him at 10, all right? Or Leon, Mc, no, Leon McDonald came to us. That's the story. Said, well, what do you yeah, reckon, Lance? Yeah, yeah. Fellas, we said, Come I on. really value your opinion. <laughs> so so it'd be interesting to see how the rest of the season pans out. But as it currently stands, you would have yeah. to say it's as got a to number be 10. Rich Mwanga. Yes. Mark Talia. He's been a bit quiet. The last couple of games he has. It'd be interesting to see what happens from now on. But before Super Rugby, Aotearoa, did you like that, how I got it in there? Um... He was very, very good. Yes. At the start of the competition, he was very, very good. I think when Harry Plummer's come in and playing at 12, he hasn't got as much ball. Well, no, because the service has been shocking, isn't it? Yeah. So let's just say we're happy with that at the moment. Yes. Lamarpe. 100%. Yeah, has to. Right? He had another fantastic game. <laughs> Might, may have broken his arm Maybe. in today's game, but, yeah. uh, but we don't know that yet. 13... Yeah, this was interesting, but I kind of like it. I don't think you can go Rico at 13. So what they're saying here, everyone, is they're going Rico, Ioani at so 13. So who, who would you have instead? Now, although this may you may disagree with me. No, I totally disagree with you. He's too young. I'm going to go Mudflat, mate. Oh, not who I thought you were going to go for. Yeah. I think the big... No, with Lamarpe, oh. you need a a, a a calming influence. Yeah, and Goodhue is he a calming influence? I think not he's, with a haircut like that. He's a more of a nuts and bolts player. Yeah. Now Rico is early in his thirteen career at international level. He hasn't played internationally at thirteen. Apparently, Ian Forster thinks that he's a he's a winger, but he's happy for him to play at thirteen. I. Right. Kind of agree. I think that potentially he could start on the wing and then come in, and then come in when they want to change the game up a yeah. little bit. But I don't think you could go Lamarpe and Yuani. I just think no. It'd be I think you're right. Too risky. Too risky. Too similar. And Goodhue is. I tell you another reason why uh, I'm going to put Goodhue in there, there is go. because Will um, Greenwood. Yes. Really rates him. And why? Will Greenwood is a very smart rugby player who played at 12 and 13. Yes. And he played there for a long time. 
I think he sees things in good hue that possibly others don't see. Those little elements to his game. Yeah. Defensively, he's very strong. Yeah. In attack, he little often offloads. has those little offloads. Yeah. Those little silky skills that, that go unnoticed almost. Yes, yes he's not going to run through. Yes, he's not going to make huge breaks. But that's what Lamape's for. Exactly. So, you know, Lamape goes through, makes a break. Little offload to good hue. Good yeah. hue makes sure that his outside backs get a lot of ball. And yeah. you think those Crusaders today, yeah. you, you've had a game where the Crusaders well, you need, you need a have got a lot of ball. You need they? a 13 that doesn't miss tackles. If you look at Conrad Smith. Basically, what I'm trying to allude to is he's a little bit like Conrad yeah. Smith. No pace Conrad. His service <laughs> is excellent. Yeah. He serves his outside backs well. And I think that's re- going to be really important yeah. for the All Blacks. But you've got to go Lamape. Yes. Because I think if you don't have a Lamape, you, then you, you've got, if good you plays, you need a Lamape to play with him. Yeah. So at 14, they've got Will Jordan. I would go Rico on the right wing. And then as we've seen, Will Jordan in the squad. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But not a starter. Not a starter. Hell of a player though. Oh, well, we today's game, the very last five minutes, I mean, the first 75 minutes, very, very quiet. Yeah. I think he got looked after quite well by a Hurricanes. But then the last five minutes when it started to open up a bit, I think he moved to the wing, did he? No, I think he had to stay at 15. Right, okay. The, well, the, he, he went looking. He got the ball a lot more. He started to run the ball a lot more. Yes. And that's another thing. And I think coming off the bench... Yes, he's got a bit more freedom. Yes. Games change, people yeah. are tired. Yeah. 15. But Damian McKenzie they've put down. Yes, they have. Ooh. That's a big call. Well. Now that Bowden Barrett's at 15. Geordie as well. Geordie I mean, Barrett, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We love to bag Geordie. The, this this year's well. Super Rugby podcast has not been as enjoyable, but we have got to dip our hat to the big lad. Yes. we. Ha- I mean, he has been exceptional this season. He hasn't made a duffer. He hasn't made a silly decision that I've noticed. And he can kick a ball, can't he? A long way. Yeah, and if he's playing at 15, then, you know, with five minutes to go in a massive match against England where you need someone to knock one over from 55 metres, you've got that threat. And that threat... Means means makes a big difference, but he's all he's also that threat because you know England great kickers and they've got the big kicker. What's his name? Daly. Yeah, 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 Daly. And you know if you get a penalty, if England get a penalty in their own half, they have that threat of being able to kick it. Yeah. Now with Geordie, uh, we have that threat, and so South Africa haven't they? When Stain's been playing, oh my gosh, it's huge, and that's <laughs> arguably why he was taken to the World Cup yes. because that threat is. Very, very useful yes. at key moments. And, yeah. and Jordan. But even if it's not at a key moment, let's say, you know, you're 12 nil up and you've got a penalty in your own half, you will just knock it over. Yeah. Especially just before half time or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what is really interesting? If, if we actually had the discussion about who is the best long range goal kicker. Oh. And I'd say Jordy Barrett is. Like, he is the most consistent long range kicker. Yeah. Because, like, generally, he just kicks the ball very, very well. Like, like sweetly, doesn't he? You know, although daily, so does daily. <laughs> yeah, but Geordie kicks all the time. Like, he kicks at the yeah, 22. He kicks anywhere, yeah. So, when Geordie Barrett kicks right in front of the post in the 22, 
the ball goes over the stadium. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's the same there's every a, time. There's a taxi driver. Oh, jeepers. <laughs> what was that? The, the sights, the, oh, not the side the screens. Hurricanes are playing. The uh, big screen people are like, oh no, he's going to whack it. He's going to yeah. smash them. But you know, you, you see the others, they kind of, they kind of come in and, and give it an absolute yes. slap. Yeah. But they don't kick normally. No, I agree. Whereas Geordie Barrett kicks for the Hurricanes. Consistently, doesn't he? You know, all the time. Yeah. So, Leads me to think that from long range, if I had any one player in the world right now, fifty-five metre kick, and I had the the choice of Daly, Stain, and Geordie Barrett. Yeah, you go Geordie. I go Geordie. Yeah. So they're really the only one is uh, Alex Hodgman. Yeah. Who we would replace with Joe Moody? Yeah, I reckon. You'd yeah. say, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, good scrummager. Off the bench. Who are you looking at? Oh gosh, you'd you'd go. You wouldn't go, Cody Taylor. No, not after the last two weeks of no. lineout yes. problems that the Crusaders have had. And I think that might be temporary because I can't remember in you'd past go seasons. Ash Dixon, would you? Yeah, nah. You Who go, would you go? You go more. He's Tough. ready. He Tough. is ready. He's ready for. He's him, still right? young as well, isn't he? He's still young, but he is ready. He needs his chance. We, okay, I'm going to bring in lots of things that, we, that we're going to talk about, but his fitness was always an issue by yes. all accounts. Yeah. Not anymore. By all black accounts. Yeah. Well, he, he was gutted that he came off, and he came off with what? Ten to go? Yeah, if that. Yeah. So uh, that would be... Uh, oh, so other others? Are you going TJ at nine as a sub? Yes, you go TJ at nine as a sub. Um, you've got a lot of... In the loose forwards, I think you've you've got, you're safe, as in you've got quite a bit. Boucher, exactly. You've got. Um, wait, would you have Dylan Hunt starting, or would you have <laughs> Sam? K- we have Sam no. Kane. Sam Dylan Kane. Hunt's there if, if you need him. You've got to reward him for his good work, yes. don't you? You've got Whitelock, who you could you could have floating around there. Brody Shalek's obviously not available yeah. this year, but he's also you got Scott Barrett, who's injured, who who could be available. He's he's a great man to have on the bench because he could play at putty, six. Putty Parkinson is for the loose, oh, the back row, or second row. Mm. Uh, Karifi as well. Yeah. You know, there's a lot, isn't there? Yeah. I think Karifi. We, 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 we did acknowledge that he is a quadzilla. As well. <laughs> yes, he is. Massively. So what about on the backs? You've got Caleb Clark who could potentially slot in. You've got your mate Ben Lamb. Oh, yeah, Ben Lamb. Uh, it's quiet the last couple of weeks. Why? Oh, I thought he was your favourite. Who yeah. would in the All Blacks? Well, you got Sivir Reese. Nah. you got George Bridge. They're not yes. even mentioned. Yeah, exactly. Are Ooh, they? Yeah, it's true. Bridgie, Sivu, you know, they're pretty amazing players. Yeah. Kate, you're right about Caleb Clark. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we're actually yeah. pretty lucky. Where are we lacking, I would say, is midfield? Yes. We I do would agree. lack in midfield. We yeah. need uh, we need a couple of guys who are Umanga Jensen. Yeah, fantastic game. Well, oh, I I'd like to see. I think him. Vince Arso as well, and he's yeah. been over overshadowed, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. What about oh, what's his name for the Blues? TJ Fain. Yeah, yeah, he's a good player, but he's been he's he's been uh, yeah. overshadowed by Harry Plummer. You know, on the outside, Weird. we do wonder Weird. sometimes. I mean, I <laughs> why this shows how much I know, right? The game before Vince Arso gets dumped for Umanga Jensen, I said, yeah. he's an all black. <laughs> 
and then the coaching panel like yeah no you're not you haven't played well enough mate yeah give someone else a go so it is interesting on the face of it we haven't even mentioned well Arso came in in a different position he came in for my la, my, my Lamape didn't he on the weekend Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's normally played at 13. Yes, correct. Yes. So, and we haven't even buried Merritt. He's got to be in your yeah. starting team, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, Whether yeah. he starts at 10 or 15, he's got to start. So a lot of uh, a lot of talent. But is there as much talent as South Africa? Is there as much talent as England? Or you probably put, yeah, I mean. Ireland? I think Ireland, Wales, they are in a interesting situations at the moment with their way that they are rebuilding potentially their squads. Yeah. But you would say England, you would say France. France have got a good young you'd team. You'd say South Africa yeah. and New Zealand are yeah. all very, they'd be all great games, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah. Next question up, we're saying, this is from Troy on Twitter again. All these questions over the next couple of weeks are all on Twitter. What has happened to the Chiefs since they've come back from lockdown? They're not the team they used to be is basically what Troy is alluding to. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, <laughs> they haven't won a game. They need to. They need to win a game. They need to get their attack sorted out. But they are scoring tries. Yeah, you, you talk about attack. Uh, I do think that their attack has been blunted with Warren Gatlin. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's for the reasons that people are talking about. No. So The Warren Gatlin effect. Yeah, people are all like, oh, Warren Ball, Warren Ball. No. No one really knows what Warren Ball is. No. But I can tell you roughly what Warren Ball is, which is big midfield, crash, work hard around corners to recycle, 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 quick ball, quick ball, yeah, and bludgeon teams so they run out of numbers. Yes, before you go and score. Yeah. Actually, Warren Ball is what most teams are tending to do now. Yeah, okay. but the thing is, is I mean, I know they've lost five games on the trot. Yeah, they've got a tough game this weekend, but before lockdown, they were brilliant. Okay, so let's 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 attack this attack. Attack the attack. Attack the attack. Attack, so attack, attack. I'm, I'm going to get back to that. <laughs> I think lockdown, they are, they've implemented more of the, the new way that they'd like to play. Yes, they're not quite quickly. They're not as up to speed as I think Warren Gatlin and the coaching staff would like them to. Why were they good before lockdown? Because be- they were more playing how they normally played. And they were the one team that was settled they had the squad that most resembled the year before. Yeah, that's true, yeah. They 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 improved their squad. So they had you know Aaron Crew Aaron Crew came back, yeah. Okay. So uh who else did they have? You well, know Damian McKenzie back from injury. Yeah. Okay, so they'd gone from a team that pretty much was there the year before yeah. and that improved it. Whereas you look at everyone else. They've bought a the, lot of players. The, hur- the Hurricanes lost Bowden Barrett. So yeah. you, you you had a team that, that relied on someone like Bowden Barrett quite heavily. The Blues lost Ma'anonu. Last Ma'anonu, Sonny Bill. So did rugby. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> so you've got, and Crusaders lost a whole host yes, of big that's players. that's right, yeah. So all of these teams going into this season yeah. were in 
tough situations yeah. where they had new t- teams or where they'd lost players. Yeah. And they were yet to find solutions to their problems. Whereas the Chiefs had found all those solutions because they'd yeah. strengthened their squad. Yeah. New coach came in, a couple of good players came back from injury or whatever. They had strengthened their team. They're still trying to get used to the style of play that Warren, Warren Gatlin, Gatlin wants, wants. Them to play. Exactly, yeah. And I think Warren Gatlin has acutely, you know, by not playing guys like Aaron Cruden because he's, he's not going to be around next year, yeah. he's thinking about the future as well. Not just thinking about the present. I think he obviously has to start thinking about the present because he might not have a future. You know, that type of thing, you know, if it all goes completely pear-shaped. But that is the key. Before lockdown, they were the most settled team. Yeah. After lockdown, all of these teams have had time to improve their squads, to get them on the same page, on the same hymn sheet. And we're seeing that now, aren't we? Hurricane, Hurricanes, Garden Bishop. Playing yeah. fantastic. Yeah. The Blues, they've got a wealth of talent they do. that have come into their side. Yeah, they do. That yeah. they didn't have before. And where they were a little bit lacking at 10, they've got lots of options. Crusaders, although they had a strong squad, lots of change, but they've had more time to gel. Yes. And they've just lost. Let's just not forget about that. They, they, they've not been a million miles off. I was going to say, but they're only just losing. Yeah. So is that the coaching or is that the players? That has players. to go to the players, doesn't it? Yeah, you've, it? Got to, you've got to put your hand up as a player and go, we should have won that game. And they had loads. You know, you look at the two Highlander games. <laughs> they lost by one point and then they lost by three points. Yeah. And yeah. they had the opportunity to win it and lock out the game well before the opportunity for the Highlanders to actually win the game came up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so that is what we think about the Chiefs. Do we think moving forward, I mean, they might win tomorrow. We're, we're doing this before they've played, um, you know, the Blues. Yeah. So they might win and then we might be saying, well, actually, they've sorted it all out. But they might not win a game. No. It, it, does that mean moving forward that... Gatlin should be sacked. No. No. You've got to give them a chance. Got to give them a chance. And they, they, I think they will. You Fingers crossed they will. Yeah. Fingers crossed they will. Up next, we're not doing the quiz. Yeah, thank Tobar. the Lord. <laughs> thank the Lord. We're not Lord. doing the quiz. But if we did do the quiz, I would be correct and you would be correct oh, also. Oh, you're you go, a mate. good guy. We're drawn. We drew you're last week. You're a really week. good guy. We're drawn. But we are going to answer. We when we <laughs> when we were first starting off the podcast, we said, "Oh, if we get to five thousand downloads, we will do a listener special," and we never did. Uh, when we get to ten thousand downloads, we do, no, we didn't do that. We're over twenty thousand downloads Are we? now. Yeah, we're getting quite close to thirty. We're almost famous. No. Oh no. Right. Definitely not. But anyway, we had some questions that they wanted to ask, and some personal questions. Oh, toes. Not that person, don't know. So first question up is, why did we start the Super Rugby Podcast? Yeah, that's a great question. And how did it happen? Well, we, because we lived together, obviously. Yeah, not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I remember coming downstairs. (laughs) We came downstairs, well, I came downstairs and we were sort of chatting to the boys and all that sort of thing. I was like... Because I can't put it in a bit more context. So we run a boarding house, oh, yeah. don't oh, we? Yeah. So okay. uh, we work at a school, we run a boarding house, and Tobe 
works with me to manage about 25 yeah. 15 to 18 year old lads full of testosterone in this place Absolutely. but I came downstairs and I said I'm a bit bored should we start a, a podcast and what did I say yeah you were like oh yeah go on then I was like oh really <laughs> <laughs> and you know Super Rugby had I think was just about to start yes we were, I think we were like Three weeks away. Yeah. We were watching the NFL, weren't we? We'd, we'd enjoyed watching the NFL together. Yes, that's um, true. With another guy. And we were like, oh, you know. We could do this. We could. <laughs> and that's how it sort of started. And yeah. um, we went from there. So we started off with one microphone. We used to put a microphone. We did in between in us, bet- in, in between us with the pillows right. and stuff to try and make <laughs> that, it sound better. Oh, that is so funny. And then I think... And really, our first one, and we woke up and you were like, we've got seven downloads. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and that now, so and now I wake up and I go, we've got five downloads still. <laughs> Um, and, and, and the reason why we do it, because we actually, I, I used to, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I try and listen to a podcast when I'm running or where I'm working. Yeah. And there was, wasn't a lot out there, you no. know, the, and the podcasts that were out there were either really too jokey, which might seem ridiculous to people <laughs> listening now saying, well, you guys are a bunch of jokers and not really that informative. No. And I thought, well, we could do something that was a little bit funny. And there was nothing about super rugby, really. No. So we saw a gap in the market, didn't we? And uh, we took it with open we, hands. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the first there question. There still is a gap in the market. <laughs> so we've invested in it. We've got better yeah. equipment now. And uh, yeah. I've had to change my personality. Well, yeah. For the, best, for the better for everyone, mate. Our next question is, how did you start rugby? How you did know, I start how, what, rugby? You know, that's what, another question. What did you question. do in rugby? How did you start rugby? So... I, at school, I played hockey, field hockey for the Americans and Canadians. Um, And then sort of in my last year of high school, I decided to play a bit of rugby for one of the the lower teams in school. And uh, my first game, I scored six tries. So (laughs) started playing that and then left school, played a little bit of under under 85 rugby. uh, And then... I got into sevens and I played for a team called Rangatoa in New Zealand and um, we won the the national champs sevens and then went on to play in Australia and Fiji at sort of club, international club competitions, stuff like that. Representative of New Zealand. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Um, Which was good fun, hard work. And then I came over to this country and played a little bit for some teams over here, but it's just trying to play consistently, which we can't do, and other teachers potentially. Yeah, same boat. Same boat because of Saturday sports. Yeah. School sports. Yeah. So for me, mate. Yeah. Oh, can I just also put in a bit more, con- this kid over here to my right, he's quick. <laughs> he's fast, mate. He shows more toe than a Roman sandal. Oh, I love it. I love it. saying. <laughs> If you think of George Bridge, I'd say very similar player, I would say. Same region sort of, as well, mate. Yeah, same Probably region. Both. Very glidey. Uh, easy on the eye when you watch him play, that's for sure. Um, you played from a young whippersnapper, didn't you? Yeah, I, I was your typical uh, lad who 
Actually, I started off playing football because my parents were worried about me getting injured <laughs> when I was really young. I turned up to football and I didn't enjoy it. And I turned to my mum and dad and said, seriously, I need to play rugby. And I think it was when I was at school, I was playing with the older lads and mm. I actually did pretty well. So, yeah. And everyone you was like, oh, you, you, know, yeah, you, should, you should play club. So then I decided to went back to my mum and dad and said, well, I really want to play rugby. So they went, okay. And yeah, I played rugby from real, you know, probably, I probably missed like the first couple of years of rugby because my mum my and dad wanted me to play football. Yeah. And then I went into rugby and did pretty well. Played for a really small little place called Westport in New Zealand, uh, the Buller region. And in, in the Buller region, we we went to the um, the... I'm not sure the competition, but it was it was kind of not the South Island competition, right? But it was kind of the tear down from that. So the slightly smaller regions yes. like Marlborough, yeah, and uh, the Baldy Golden Bay. Bay, and no, that was like in the South Island. Oh right, sorry, South Island. Yeah. yeah so um, we went to this competition, and we were the first ever Buller team to win it. Really? Yeah, and Quality. I don't think they've won it since. Oh. <laughs> but in in, the, in our team, we had some really top top players, one of them being Ben Blair, who went oh, on to play yeah. for the All Blacks and yeah. and uh, Cardiff Blues and, and whatnot. And he was an exceptional player. Was a good player. And we were the first Buller team to do that. And then many of us then went to play rugby in Christchurch. So we went to a boarding schools. Uh, yeah. And I went to St. Bede's. Yeah. And we went and played there and, and uh, I ended up playing for sort of the Crusader 21s. Uh, left there. That was the kind of my highlights of uh, my kind of younger career. And, and then, then you I, came over to England, Then I came over you? to England, yeah, yeah, and played over here for a little bit and then decided that I, want, I was a teacher, so then I had to give up my rugby playing yeah. to coach at an early age, which was hard. Yeah. But I probably always knew that in my year group there was the Major Brothers, so Nathan Major. Right, yeah. Was a year above me. Yeah. Aaron Major was a year below me. <laughs> Uh, there's a guy called Jason Tietia, who was absolute monster. He was, was that Chase Tietia's dad? <laughs> yeah, probably. He was a hell of a heck of a player. So there's a lot of guys around, and and arguably, I probably knew deep down that I was always going to be a, a bench player. Yeah, at best. So I didn't give up, but maybe coaching became more interesting because yeah. of that. I would say. But yeah, I, I absolutely love rugby. I watch rugby all the time. I yes. listen to rugby podcasts. I Dream rugby. Um, I would like to think I understand the game very, very well. Yeah. But I'm always ready to learn. Yes. So chuck too. something else in there. So those are the two questions we're going to answer this podcast. We're going to answer another two on next week's podcast. But Tobes, that is it. That's yeah. us done. I'm glad there's no quiz. <laughs> the quiz will be back. The quiz, the quiz will, will be, be back. back. But it's yeah. been um, it's been a, hopefully a good one. Hopefully the listeners out there have enjoyed. So if you've enjoyed it, think about going on and reviewing it on your uh, podcast platform. And I would say the only thing I would say also is, often with how podcasts work, if you listen to this podcast through your Apple connect Apple podcast, sometimes it can come up about a day late. Right. So if you want it as it comes out, one of the best ones is Spotify. Right. Yeah. Or one of the other mini podcast platforms if you are listening to this on apple it can often come up a day or two later which is disappointing takes which yeah. takes a little bit too much time just the way that apple podcasts work 
as always, yes, it's been a pleasure. It's been a very pleasure. Very pleasure. It's been very pleasurable. <laughs> it's been pleasant. <laughs> Until next week. Yes. Adios. Podcast Network.